Hello, Hello? can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. First try. What? Very nice. That's fantastic. I'm just going to resize the window a little bit here just to get it all nice. You're also live in front of an audience. Sometimes they bring oh, people on. okay. Nice, and, nice. And, well, sometimes they bring people on and they don't know that. And then they, they start talking. They're like, so when do we go live? And they're like, oh, we've been live yeah. for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what the plan was, but I mean, that works. That, that's totally good. Oh, okay. Well, uh, hi, Jay. Very nice to see you. Uh, do you want to yeah. give a quick introduction to yourself, your channel, and what you do on the interwebs? Yeah, I mean, I just make, um, I have a channel called Jay Aubrey where I make video essay commentaries on people that I think are interesting enough that are worthy of like a 40 to 50 minute deep dive, you know, like I've talked about Steven Crowder uh, or Elon Musk, you know, like I do talk about certain mainstream figures like Elizabeth Holmes or, but, you know, still YouTubers as well, like the Paul brothers. And Aiden Ross and people like that, you know, it, it just depends, whatever, I, you know, whatever sounds good, whatever there's enough information of, you know. What, uh, what got you into doing that, let alone becoming uh, like one of the biggest channels that does these deep dives and cre I'm creepy smiles? <laughs> yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've just always, I've made YouTube videos since I was like 13. I started a channel where I did Lego stop motion animation videos. Hell yeah. And I started doing that for like a couple of years. And that was like how I made money, like through middle and high school. And then when I was graduating high school, I still wanted to continue doing like something YouTube related. But I figured I wouldn't be able to like continue animating if I was like living in a dorm, like going to school. So I just looked at like whatever, you know, I was watching at the time, which was, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the channel, I Hate Everything. I am. He like nice. used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. He and like The Right Opinion, if you're familiar with him. Not The Right Opinion. Are, yeah, he, he, he also does like commentary videos similar to okay. mine. And um, I just, I was really enjoying those types of videos, like video essays. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll just try this. And so I made a new channel. And just started posting on it and never thought that it was like gonna go anywhere but i'm very you know grateful to have been you know able to make it work for you know this long i guess <laughs> um i does i hate everything still hate everything did, did, did this work out for maybe him? he oh. <laughs> he doesn't post anymore actually no he did post recently he was on like a almost a year-long hiatus and then he came back with the video on uh, destiny or Destiny 2 or whatever. Um, oh, you mean the game, not the person. Yeah, the like, game, a, not the guy. Random, yeah. yeah, that's a random topic. <laughs> that would be kind of, yeah, out of left field for him. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sure he's still hating on things. Who, who knows? <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, What makes you choose? Because I've obviously, we've watched a lot of your videos when you're talking about people in the political world, right? Like the Crowders yeah, and, and, and yeah, uh, you know, yeah. the, the, uh, the Andrew Tates and stuff like that. But what makes you choose your topics? Because uh, I, I would say like some people have classified this as like YouTube, let's say drama, right? Like talking yeah, about different yeah. YouTube personalities. But you've, you've expanded well beyond, like I'm just showing the audience right now, some of the, like the, the Andrew Tate, you know, you went into the, yeah. the cult of Elon Musk and stuff like that. What, mm -hmm. What's the process behind it? Um, it's really just whatever is like interesting to me or if it, it either, I, I, for some reason it either falls into two categories of like, okay, I either know a lot about this person, like with the Duggars, like I grew up watching mm -hmm. them with my family. So I already knew a uh, lot of the stuff that they were, that was going on behind the scenes. Um, and then with somebody like Elizabeth Holmes or Elon Musk, I was interested, but like, I didn't know so much of like their full story. And so I was just curious of like educating myself. And I figured while I educated myself, I just, you know, make a video about it. Like I just take a ton of notes and then that kind of gradually turns into like the outline of a script. 
and then I just go from there. Um, so it's really just whatever interests me, I guess. And then with like Steven Crowder, like I guess I like I I've always known of him. I used to watch him when I was like 14, 15. Okay. And, uh, you know, there was obviously Are so much fan? going on. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, I, I actually, <laughs> I, I watched it. I did. Like, I used to like him when I was, like, again, like a freshman in high school because he would say all the same stuff that, like, I was used to my dad saying, I guess. And so I was okay. like, oh, yeah, this must be right, you know. And then as I continued to, like, stay online and hear different perspectives and watch different creators, someone that really got me, like, away from that sphere was, like, Kyle Kalinske. And I was just kind of, that's, that's how I sort of made my gradual shift further to the left where I am now. You know, it took years, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, it's just, yeah. Well, I was going to say, you've got, some, you've got some early videos. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Where you talk about, say, like John Stewart, the voice of the nation, yeah. and then Eric Andre, yeah. the anti-talk show host, huge Eric yeah. Andre fan, gonna convince that, and yeah, also a really great. big John Stewart fan. So was yeah. that was was that a part of the pathway as well? Were they kind of like pulling you a little bit away from from that world? Yeah, John Stewart especially because I I would watch John Stewart at the same time that I was watching Crowder for some mm. reason. Like I was just like, oh yeah, I want to hear like both perspectives, and yeah. I just found myself always thinking like, okay, John Stewart actually made like decent genuine points that i could like understand better than whatever crowder was spewing you know what I and mean? he's so, funny and he's funny yeah it was like yeah. actually yeah entertaining <laughs> to crowder. but yeah um that's interesting because so. i wasn't actually gonna ask you about your political journey sometimes people yeah. just start talking about it but that's that's really fascinating to think because like i had i never once watching your content thought that this is an ex massive crowder fan in any way yeah yeah i wasn't like a massive crowder fan to be fair but i was Enough. i did watch his broadcast quite yeah like almost regularly <laughs> like i would like tune into the full show and just listen to him like make fun of like i don't know like whatever the liberals were doing. i don't know it was it's so stupid it's so silly like none of it was like actually based in anything like substantial so I I realized that pretty quick and then I stopped watching. Like after the election, after Trump won in 2016, right. I don't think I ever watched him because I, he was so like pro-Trump. And I, right. even when I was like more conservative, I never liked Trump. Mm -hmm. So that just wasn't appealing to me even at that point, you know. Yeah, fair. As someone who's yeah. done like really deep dives into Andrew Tate and the manosphere, um, yeah. do you, does that frighten you at all? to see because uh, like you actually understand both the, the proliferation and then the way in which he kind of became as famous and, and rich as he did right yeah. um yeah. Did, is, is that like is that something you take upon yourself when you make a video say on andrew tate that you want to try and make more people aware of that aspect or try to get people away from him in the same way you got away from crowder yeah that's always like i don't know if that's always like the main goal because it's so hard sometimes to get through to people that are so deep into that space that they probably just you know discredit whatever it is that i'm saying like right off the bat so i kind of i keep that in mind 
But I would always like to, you know, have that effect on people and just let them know that these people are full of shit and it's good to kind of get away from that, uh, you know, no matter how long it takes or whatever, you know, it's it's just not something that you can continue watching and, and you know, it just puts you into this like delusional state that you have to, you need to get out of at some point. Um, otherwise you're just, you're lost, you know, it's, so I, I would always like to, you know, like with the Crowder video, I kept in mind that like, there are probably going to be people that are like right leaning that are going to watch this. So I didn't want to, I try not to alienate those people too much while also expressing how I feel about these issues. So it's always a balance of like not compromising my principles, but also not going so far that they turn off the video. Like I want to, I do want to get through to them, but it, it just, it depends on like, I don't know how effective I am in that, you know, it, it totally but, but, depends. But the intent, like you do want to have the utility on some level. Yeah. Like that is important to yeah. you to, to be able to like pull Absolutely, yeah, because it's so easy to fall into these uh, pipelines, you know, like in my Andrew Tay video at the very end, I did this thing where I had like created a new TikTok account from scratch and I just, I wanted to see how long it would take to actually like stumble across like an Andrew Tate pipeline or like watching, you know, Sneeko content um, just from like a fresh account. And it took like a, just a couple hours of scrolling and liking certain things. You get there pretty easily. So it's, it's very scary to think about how like like it, it like these these kids that don't know any better that might be 13 or 14 that stumble across this stuff could just get sucked in pretty easily and then they have to find their way out you know yeah totally i my my only part to add to that is that it's a little better than it used to be because i do remember like almost 10 years ago you could look yeah. up a castlevania video and then you'd have like 20 jordan peterson suggestions on the right <laughs> yeah, so yeah least, it was at rough. least they stopped that <laughs> yeah 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 i'm very glad that there there seemed to be more like outspoken leftist uh like you know like creators that ha actually have like more of a platform than they did back in like 2016 2015 mm -hmm. um where the reactionary stuff was so much like the dominant thing that you would see and it still kind of is but it's it's definitely i'm glad to see like a little bit of a shift you know what did you find when you were kind of like because you did sneeko's video I think two or three videos later after you did Andrew Tate yeah. and then you directly obviously there's a lot of overlap between their two stories what did you find there in terms of like uh, a creator who you say has kind of fallen from grace or maybe really gone down like the opposite trajectory that you did yeah um it was just I think with Sneeko he is so now he's lost like I, I when I was making that video I was thinking you know okay maybe you can like come out of it at some point uh, now he knows, and even back then he knew exactly what he was doing. Like, I think that these creators make a very conscious decision to start pandering to these people online that, you know, they're, they're, they, they become financially incentivized to spew this garbage, like this hate and all these lies and they're not going to stop doing it as long as they continue getting attention. And it's not going to last forever. Um, but you know, someone like Sneeko, it continues, at least I don't know, I haven't checked on his rumble in a bit, I don't know how he's doing over there, but I mean, it was benefiting him for a while, and I definitely see him on Twitter, like, he still gets, like, pretty good amount of exposure there, so I think with him, it's all just about the numbers, and I, he still believes what he says, but I, I, I don't think he would be, you know, doing this if it weren't so um, profitable, you know, I think that's one of the main motivators. What do, you, what do you get in terms of pushback from some of these creators' fan bases? Oh, the pushback. 
Well, yeah. no, I'm, I'm asking that independently because I know you go after oh. people who, like, when you go after some of those kind of people, their fans will be ruthless, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and then you've you've got some of the most, like, your videos will be at the top of the YouTube search, right? It, it, like, if you type in Sneeko, I'll find you on the first page most likely, right? So th- does that <laughs> yeah. make you a prime target as well? Um, A little bit. I, it, it hasn't ever been, like, overwhelming or anything like that. Oh, nice. um, That's good. But, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I've been lucky, I guess, with that. I mean, I also don't really check the comments on my videos mm, after, like, a week smart. of the video being up. I'll put it up, and then I, you know, I'll read the comments then. But after that point, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to click on most recent, you know, that it's always going to be, like, Sneeko fans or whatever. Um, He actually, he reached out to me a couple times, like, trying oh, no to way. use, like, debate me, debate me, debate me. He commented on my Instagram. <laughs> like, in four posts in a row just debate me all caps i thought that was funny and he did the to me trying to get him to, to get me to debate him or whatever um did he say that his, he was sway uh, probably uh, he reacted to the video i haven't watched the reaction but i'm, I'm hmm. sure it was something along those lines um and and then with aiden ross that was one where i think i got the most like pushback from like a group of fans because he we me and him had like an exchange on twitter and so when he quote tweeted me he there, my DMs were like flooded with people just calling me like slurs and stuff. And it's like, wow. I'm not even, I, I don't even, whatever, you know, people just, people just like to say things. So but, it, um, it, it's, it is what it is, I guess. What, yeah. uh, what was the, uh, the back and forth with Aiden Ross over? Had he, had he seen your video or was that pre video? No, this was after the video. And this was like, this was like a month and a half or two months ago. So I, I might, I, I could like maybe, well, no, I can't because he deleted the tweet. No. Um, but it was on his, it was on his alt account. It was, I don't know if you remember that day he was just going absolutely insane. On You'll have to be I mean, more specific. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was on, <laughs> he was going after like Hassan and Jake lucky specifically. I don't know if kind I can of. say on stream what he was saying to them. So I, I'm not gonna, I mean, you can, if, was, if it's, if it's a slur, you could be like, he said the, it's not a slur. the R slur or something like that. Yeah. No, no. It's like, he just, I don't know the guidelines of Twitch, but he was basically saying that he was going to, uh, that they should be stoned is what he uh, said. Okay. okay. So, you know, yeah. Um, and so I, I, now I can't remember what what it even was but I said something and then he responded and was like you're so disingenuous you always move the goalposts blah 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 so I'm assuming he did see the video um and then after he said that that's when I you know people people were you know the floodgates were open I guess but um (laughs) you know that that's very few and far between it really doesn't happen that often what did you think yeah. about Aiden Ross and that trajectory uh, in terms of like, I don't know how much you've been studying Kick uh, and, and the, yeah. the development of that streaming platform. Do you do you see a figure like Aiden Ross as as being a potentially uh, more or less dangerous as a result of him kind of pivoting away from traditional tech and, and moving to this new cryptocurrency based media? Um, it, I, that's an interesting question because I, you know, I feel like it's a bit too early maybe to tell, or at least I haven't been keeping up with Kick as of recent to, to really know for sure. Um, but cause I mean, you could make the argument that it's like, well, he's on his own over here. Like he's not, he's not on Twitch indoctrinating, like more passive. You have to like seek him out. But then at the mm-hmm. same time, he already had like a lot of non-political viewers who are now going to follow him to kick where they could be introduced to all this other horrible stuff. Um, so I could see like arguments being made for, for either one of those, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I haven't really been keeping up with his streams enough uh, since I made the video on him to say, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'd be curious to know what you think what, about that. 
uh, about him moving platforms in general yeah. or about the efficacy uh, of that. I Yeah, I, I think uh, there is a deep concern by people that if you try and de-platform certain figures, that it's just going to put them into an even bigger echo chamber. But I think it's quite the opposite. I think you have more reach on YouTube than you have anywhere else, right? Rumble yeah. only counts, yeah. I think, for 6 to 9% of the entire streaming market, right? And then obviously yeah. YouTube takes up nearly half of that. Um, I yeah. think, like... Deplatforming to an extent works, but it's not a it's not yeah. a permanent solution. Is kind of my view on that. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, it's like I I don't think he was doing any good having more access to people on on Twitch. Um, so you know, I don't know. There is there is that element to it, I guess. But he's an interesting guy. I I, I really haven't been paying attention to him much these past few months, honestly. <laughs> Ever since. <laughs> Yeah, once um, I make a video on someone, I tend to just kind of tune them out afterwards because I spent like an entire month. Oh, that's true, actually. Yeah, I, I guess you're probably watching nonstop content by them and trying to find that yeah. perfect clip and all that. Do you do everything yourself? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the most part. Uh, there are times where when I'm getting close to a deadline uh, with like a sponsor that I need to uh, bring in like uh, some help. I'll, I'll have my friends help me with editing, um, but that's very few and far between um, unless I state it you know otherwise i always just do most of it or all of it myself um oh. so it can get to be a lot but you know i enjoy so what's, it so. what's the process how do you pick a, a target how do you uh, start the research where do you find mm -hmm. information that you might not have seen somewhere else or to not yeah. be competitive yeah well that yeah that's it always it always depends on the person like um with elizabeth holmes there was a book uh written by a, the guy who like exposed her uh that i decided to read um to and i and then i from there i just took a bunch of notes i just take pages of notes and then i turn that into into a script that's usually like 10 to 15 pages depending on uh what all i'm talking about um with with like elon musk i read his uh or i didn't read the entire thing because it was you know but um i read his <laughs> biography by ashley vance um you know uh to to help me like know about learn about his like early days with paypal and sort of just like the the early tesla days and things like that i listened to podcasts like with that i listened to the true anon uh series that they oh, did nice. on, on elon yeah that, that really helped out um with crowder i just i read a ton of the articles that have been made i try to find old articles uh maybe that people uh, haven't seen you know i i try and like go back and find things that were either written or posted like early on in somebody's career. And then I, I use that and I, I try not to say things that have already been said. It's hard to do that though, um, because I try to give like such a holistic view of the person. Um, so I, I do end up probably saying similar things uh, that other people have already said, but I try and, I try and craft some like a narrative that people can follow um, with the information that I find, you know what I mean? You um you strike me as kind of unique on Twitter because like I find that you'll involve yourself in like not I'm not saying that you intentionally are trying to start drama or anything but you'll comment like everyone else does like we all yeah, do yeah. right like like I, yeah. I sometimes I'll see a post by you and it's like XQC just posted his watch or something I'm like oh what a piece of yeah. shit I'm quote tweeting Jay right but like <laughs> you you also you, there's like I don't know if it's because there's a wholesomeness to you or something but you don't get uh like sucked into them in the same way like I don't like maybe the Sneeko story is an exception but I don't normally see like you know a whole bunch of those bad He's like, you know, Crowder being like, everyone go to Jay Aubrey's channel. And he's like, he's a, he's a soy cock and he's lying about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really know why that I, the, the one exception, yeah, would be like Sneaker or Aiden Ross. But 
other than that, I try and like limit myself on how much I'm going to interact with these people. Like if I'm going to if I'm going to say something about Sneeko, I understand that he's going he could see it and respond and then if he does respond i might do like one quote tweet and then that's it and then i don't i don't think about it because i because you can't i i've found in the past where it's like i just if i keep going back and forth with these people it just ends up nowhere and the people watching it don't really care either so i'll say i I try and like limit myself you know what i mean because i still want to like engage and express how i feel on on something that i'm like passionate about um but it gets to a point where i get exhausted and so i just i can't you know for my own mental health i cannot keep you know engaging past a certain point i guess yeah Yeah, that makes total sense with the um so with the crowder thing you were Mm -hmm. releasing that video right around the time when it seems like there's a new crowder story every week right now um (laughs) yeah like did how did you find like could you maybe give a little quick summary to most people who don't know the the more recent stuff about crowder before i ask you your opinion on them but then maybe um how did you find a way of wrapping that story up when it's like oh by the way five more employees just said that he's like showing (laughs) them his cock and stuff like that (laughs) yeah yeah exactly i mean it's like you just have to go back and make additions to the script but basically i mean I don't know how recent you want to go, but I mean, the, the stuff that, you know, his wife recently came out, uh, there was a, you know, they're getting a divorce and there was a ring camera footage, uh, you know, that was, that was released of, of him verbally berating her that was, um, posted to, um, Substack. And then that, that made the rounds of, uh, and you thought it was abusive two minutes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, see, because sure. I did, but then there was a whole bunch of like debate bros who were just like, "Is this really abuse?" And I was like, "I, yeah, I hate I, that." I, I, I think absolutely. definitionally. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the definition. It's like I don't know. Like you just look at that. It's not good. I mean, we can no. argue about the semantics of abuse, but I would personally consider it abuse. You don't talk to, especially your partner, that way. I don't think. Yeah. There's yeah. never any circumstance that justifies that. But. um yeah, so that 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 came out and that gave him a lot of attention. And I think that is ultimately what made me decide to do the video then because I'd been wanting to do a video on him actually for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, okay, this is probably the right time because now, and th- that was also after the Ben Shapiro stuff. So, I mean, things were really coming apart for him uh, quick. And um, yeah. then you had the employees coming out after the video um, where they would anonymously, they reached out to, I think it was the New York Post originally who published this stuff about how he would like expose himself at work Mm -hmm. to employees it was very routine um they were very uncomfortable with it it was always with other like with male employees um which to him he would like justify it he was like well they were guys so it's fine i'm I'm not gay it's on sexual harassment don't worry about (laughs) it yeah exactly yeah (laughs) no they couldn't have been uncomfortable so yeah uh because it's like he didn't even deny that that happened he he went on his show was like oh yeah of course Course, you yeah. know we did that you know it's like well he didn't he list a bunch better. of different sketches he's like which one <laughs> yes. do you think it was was it the running backwards in the cornfield sketch or what you know was, yeah. it, was it the grease yeah. lightning sketch and you're just like yeah. yeah i mean that's all kind of if if the people don't want to do it it does seem very harassy you know let alone the, yeah. the like throwing his balls on people's faces and stuff like yeah, that. yeah yeah well i love with the skits too he was he was like well we had to it was in the script like, you wrote the script you, know, yeah. you didn't have to this was your idea tears <laughs> <laughs> we get the sweet liberal tears <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so so that was i mean it's it's like it's just it's not shocking because it's steven crowder if you look at his track record i mean just recreating george floyd's death um i mean you could go down an entire list of everything that he's done and then you mm. hear this and you're like oh of course you know yeah. it's not necessarily uh, surprising 
But um, that happened, and then I after I made the video after I made the video, um, there was something that came out where he was like giving his uh, employees drugs or something, or or asking. What for was them. that? In, in both directions, he would ask for them too. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he would either okay. ask for them, like he, you know, they were usually prescription drugs, like mainstream uh, ones, like uh -huh. not asking for hair on or anything like that. But like they were opiates in some cases, they were stimulants in other cases, amphetamines in other cases, yeah. you know, Adderall medication stuff like that. Like wow. yeah, he. All illegal, right? Like, you, you, you can't yeah. do that to your employees, right? Across the board. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that was the recent development. that, it, And maybe there's been other stuff that came out that I just, I have not seen. I'm sure you would you would probably know more he's, about He's the top I, story I on Mediaite right now for yet another one of those. Like, four more employees have come forward to say that, oh, like, he's, he's forcing them to sign NDAs. And he got, like, he did a whole kind of, like, command war room when that first story came out being, like, every one of you has to sign a, an NDA. And if you tell anyone anything, that's $100,000, shit like that. And so I think four <laughs> people quit. Yeah. Four, four wow. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's like his original, like, crew, like, his cast that he had had for a while they're all gone. Yeah. You know, it's all new. It's like Jim Brewer now and like people that originally had nothing to do with him. Ex I except guess. for except for two main ones. There's like the his yeah. right hand man guy and then quarter black Garrett, I think is his name. Did he There's, stay? I think he's still I there. Didn't know he stayed. And then okay. um, you know, not gay Jared is gone. Um, he is gone. and yeah, he, and he's he, one of the ones he's one of the ones that a lot of people reference to like why doesn't he speak out against anything like he's the one who's on camera dressing in drag making out with Crowder uh, you know Crowder like yeah. stroking him off in public and stuff like that um, yeah yeah wild stuff yeah yeah he w he was in some of the 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 you know uh, allegations I guess made by other employees anonymously saying that he had done this you know dropped his nuts on on Jared or whatever while he was asleep mm -hmm. and it's just. Yeah, I, you can see why he's not there anymore, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, just totally. horrendous. I, I, I don't know if anybody even still watches him. Um, on I, like, I don't, it's, it's so hard to know how popular these people are truly on Rumble, on Rumble because yeah. you don't know if these are like inflated. They have to be. They have, well, there's gonna, no I was, way. I was, I was going to ask you, are you ever going to do like a non uh, POV on a person centered one and do one on like Rumble the company or, or like Kick the that company? That would or be something? interesting. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, I, I would probably do it on maybe Kick, like mm -hmm. talking about like, you know, the fact that it's backed by offshore gambling money, something like that. I don't yeah. know. I, I've considered that. Um, I used to want to do a video on just uh, gambling streamers as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, I, I That was back before Twitch had. Uh, crack down on it more yeah. so i don't know if i'm still gonna do that but but yeah that would be interesting I mean, one on rumble could also work I, I hadn't really considered that much until now but yeah, i'd I mean, like to know like do you know at all if they are inflating can you like that's isn't that technically illegal like you can't just lie it, about, like, your, yeah your... i'm pretty sure I, it sounds like it'd be illegal. <laughs> I, I don't know the the law there but i mean i uh, look at, I mean, what was it? Andrew Tate or somebody that had like 400,000 live viewers on Rumble at one time recently? It's like, I don't believe that. Maybe, maybe I just don't Crowder. believe that. Yeah. It, it may have been, it, it, it's like, that's insane. That four, you can't, it's you, on Twitch, that's insane. And yeah. Twitch is like the main oh, yeah. one. So it's like, I just I straight up don't think that's true. I don't think, that, I don't think 400,000 people know Rumble exists. You know, like, that's just <laughs> not, like, <laughs> it just can't be real. So I don't know. Something's it's gotta be up. it's gotta be bots. I just I have no way of knowing yeah. how much and how how much they penetrate the system or something like that. Yeah, it's a good question. It's like how do you verify it? You know. Oh, it, someone in chat is saying thing. Destiny's first Rumble stream had one hundred twenty thousand. One hundred twenty thousand. Like, is that? I because like know. he, he I mean, like, gets I'm like sure five, five to ten on on an average day. How does yeah. he get five to ten thousand viewers and then get one hundred twenty thousand? 
on on Rumble. I just don't. I just don't believe. I would believe. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. I one hundred and twenty thousand is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's multiple stadiums. It's like like four yeah. stadiums full of people. We're, we're watching at that moment just randomly. And 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 yeah. like you know he's supposed to be a center right liberal hated by Rumble audiences. Why why would he? Have that's a good point 000? too. Yeah. 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 I. No, something's not adding up. <laughs> I just, I personally don't buy it um, until I see proof. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Until you see proof. One of the one of the last things I wanted to ask you about as a premier video essayist and someone who's on the other <laughs> side of the video essayist versus debate bro thing that's going on. What are what are oh, some yeah. of your thoughts on this? Uh, let's just say, is XQC stealing? Is 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 Hassan stealing? Is is Lance of the Surf stealing when I watch a Jay Aubrey video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, that's what I wanted to confront. <laughs> Here's the tea. <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm suing you. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> I, is this how I, I got served? That would be such a good way of serving yeah, someone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah no, I, I personally uh, do not like XQC, so, and I like Hassan personally. I, I, I would consider my, you know, Hassan my friend. So I, I feel like I'm maybe a little bit biased there. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I have received way more, I guess, like, like, follow, like subscribers and followers and views when Hassan or someone like Critical um, reacts to my videos. Um, Critical, you know, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he's, he's a great, he's, a, he's very nice. Um, and, and so it's like, I, I don't, I don't like, I'm not opposed to, to reaction content at all. Like I, I'm, t I welcome it completely because at the end of the day, I just want as many people to watch what I make as possible. Um, and so I don't mind at all. Like if someone wants to react and then re-upload it or whatever. Um, but I think with XQC, that's the key thing is he's not really reacting. I think personally, I, I, you know, just from what I've seen, like I, I watched the, uh, horrific debate with him and Ethan okay. uh, the other day. And when Ethan pulled up that clip, uh, the compilation of like XQC reacting to that, like nine, well, I don't, it was like a nine minute video, yeah. or seven minute video. And the reaction was like nine minutes. And, and so like, like one, <laughs> one word sounds too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like one after the other. And uh, yeah, that's not reacting. So it's like, I, I probably would not, approve of that you know like if he were doing that I, I don't know if he's ever reacted to any of my videos i haven't checked but like i i i'm i'm i don't really welcome that as much as i would like you or hassan or someone like genuinely like watching it and giving your thoughts and and pausing it and uh you know like just that uh, yeah that's that's all i really ask for like it's not you know it's not like I think that he's he's being insane right now with uh, you know just trying to play the victim at all costs and making it like seem that there's some like you know mob out to cancel him or whatever when all they're <laughs> asking for is just like some basic just like make content you know it's like just I yeah. don't know just like you can make your own content by reacting but just just react I don't know <laughs> well react also I, like <laughs> you saw that debate you probably saw the fact that he like he copies their thumbnails identically and just that's adds, the, adds the XQC face but that's it <laughs> yeah you know, just a little yeah. XQC in the corner like, but like yeah. that's that's Yo, enough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then his defense for that, he's like, "Well, they're trying to find the video or whatever." And Ethan was like, "Well, yeah, they they want to watch the video." <laughs> yeah, the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the remix. I thought that was pretty telling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting to see the the, the debate uh, or lack thereof. You know, I mean, it's not as much as Ethan tries to engage. XQC doesn't really have any points, so it's it's just kind of very one-sided i guess do you think there'll be an xqc video in the future 
I don't know. I more would have to happen, honestly. Like I, because I, I don't know. I, I, I. Part of me, you know, I, I think that I, I could like do it, but I, it would just be like a lot. It would be a, definitely a mental toll uh, to an extent to have to just sit through so much of his streams, and when he's like barely reacting in the first place, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It would, it might be like a shorter video unless more happens you know from here um but it's like i think about like what you know when i was researching the aiden ross video and it was really just like a me sitting through a ton of his streams and vods and i hated my life so oh, i i don't know I if i want to do that again <laughs> you know we'll see we'll see yeah yeah <laughs> um, uh, lost lost some brain cells for sure but yeah well, I was also going to ask because, like, you cover a lot of people that, like, you know, we've mentioned a handful of obviously uh, potential sexual abusers, potential assaulters, but you also cover people who are just straight up, like, you know, child abusers, abductors, and, and pedophiles who have yeah. also been part of, uh, you know, the YouTube lexicon of B celebrities or whatever you want to call them. Um, mm-hmm. Do do you feel uh, like a certain responsibility? I guess is one of the larger either you know essayist or, or commentary channels to kind of try and call those people out to try and excise them from the YouTube community or to try and keep YouTube safer from all these predators? Yeah, that's always been like whenever I talk about somebody like Onision or Lion Maker, um, mm-hmm. I used to... Uh, the I didn't thing even is, know like, who Lion Maker was. I'm not a Minecraft kid, yeah. right? So I had no idea. Yeah, oh wow. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was... I mean, he wasn't relevant for a super long time, but while he was relevant, he used that popularity to date children. So it's mm-hmm. like, that's always... And then he tried to make a comeback when I was making my video. He had created the new channel. That's what made me want to make the video was to let people know, hey, this guy, you know, might not want to interact, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. so that, that, that is always like a, a priority when I'm making those kinds of videos, just to spread awareness and mm-hmm. just to document the things that have literally happened. I, I you know, with the political videos, uh, I tend to put my opinion in more, whereas like with those videos, it's more of like just raising awareness and just documenting exactly what happened just so people know. Um, that's that's always the main objective, I guess. Do you, do you think it has um, like a noticeable effect or have you kind of seen, because you've been in YouTube, like I know that main channels is I think four and a half, maybe five years old, right? But you've been, you know, mm-hmm. relatively popular and successful in YouTube long enough to have seen these kind of shifts, right? We've kind of gone from like the Shane Dawson era into like a couple new ones, but now we're, I guess we're in the Miranda <laughs> Sings era or something, whatever yeah, you call it. Yeah. <laughs> the next uh-huh. one. So, do do you yeah. feel that there is uh, like enough of a change in that respect, or do you feel like predators are still getting away with what they do because they're all famous and rich? Um, I, I that's it would. It, I think that varies on a case by case basis, but I think for the most part, it's these people do get called out way more mm-hmm. than they used to. You know, I mean, you look at like like D'Angelo Wallace made a video on Shane Dawson back in. I think it was 2020 and that video got like 14 million views and it just changed everybody's perception on Shane Dawson. You know, I don't think that could have happened like uh, in 2015 or something like that back when Shane was like on top. Um, so I think there is more of a shift now to, to where people are, are more uh, willing to listen uh, to, to those who are calling somebody out and, and just, you know, uh, you know, are, and are okay with their perception on somebody like, you know, Miranda Sings shifting if they've done enough bad things to warrant it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's what I'd like to believe, at least. What are your What are your thoughts on people and YouTubers now trying to make a change like iDubs has? Do, do, do you think there's going to be a pathway forward for people like that? It used to go from extreme racist content to uh, trying to yeah. rebrand. 
Um, well, I mean, like, with in, in the case of iDubs, I have always, I've never really felt like, you know, because he's, I've never felt like I'm like the one to say that, you know, like whether or not like he has. Um, but um, I looking at, I, I'm glad because it's like you have to look at like the two options with items. It's like he either could have done this change and, and it could be making strides to be a better person, um, as I think he is doing. Um, or he could have just turned out to be leafy and just continued <laughs> down this, you know, continue doing the same thing. And yeah. he probably would have been more successful. That's why I never understand the people that are like, oh, Idubs is, you know, he's like pandering now. He's trying to like get an audience or it's like, no, he's losing his audience. He's losing yeah. subs. He's not getting the same views because he's drifting away from the audience that he had built up for so long. And I think that honestly takes like bravery. Like I, I commend him for that. Um, and we'll just have to see where it goes. And if people um, who were, you know, affected by the stuff that he said back then are willing to, to give him um, a chance, I guess, you know, and to, to, yeah. That, that, like you just brought up Leafy. I'm just curious what, like, why do you know why people do that? Why does someone like Leafy go from being like, you know, the multimillionaire, obscenely famous to just like completely disappearing and then reappearing as like a transphobe? Like yeah, that's a good. I I honestly, he was like, I think he was worried that his channel was going to get banned back when he left originally in 2017, and it probably was going to get banned, um, because then right when he came back in 2020, he got banned. Um, right. and so uh, now I guess I I don't I think he's on Rumble or something. I, I don't. I think he is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've always thought it's like, if you've made enough money, if you've made enough millions or whatever, why not just like stay away from the internet? Why are you especially feeling a need to like, like, you know, like, go after like one of the most marginalized groups in society right now on yeah. for like Twitter cloud. It's, it's yeah. really embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Embarrassing is probably the best confusing. way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. the number one thing that people have been asking me and I feel remiss if I didn't ask you, uh, is mm -hmm. do you have any advice for video essayists or people who want to do what you do? Um, I would just say to... Like if you're just starting out, it's it's you just gotta you just got because like when I was when I wasn't sure if I was gonna start making video essays, I just kept putting it off and I was like, oh, it's not gonna work. I'm just not gonna do it. You just kind of have to just you just have to do it, you know. And you just try things, and if it's if it's not what you want it to be, that's totally eventually it will be. You just have to keep improving with each thing that you do, and just make content that entertains you on subjects that you are interested in, and then people will see that passion in your content and want to continue watching it and as long as like you're getting better with each upload then um yeah the, you know you can just keep going the you know, it's, the sky's the limit i guess at that point um but yeah just don't be held back by anything and what's just, the uh, what's the future for yeah. jay aubrey like what, what do you got coming up are you allowed to I, say here yeah yeah i always i put on twitter recently that i'm i'm, I'm working on a video on just pearly things Oh, <laughs> fantastic! <laughs> I told myself I wasn't gonna do it, and then I, I then she did the anti-Semitic Colleen Ballinger thing. So I was like, all right, I'll, okay, you know, that it sounds, it we could be entertaining. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> it's probably not gonna be a long video because there's only so much you can really say about her. Uh, the, the things that she says are so shallow and easily like you know debunked. So it's like it's very average. I, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, just, honestly, just she, as a content producer, as a media personality, just like a, a very yeah. kind of like milquetoast vanilla individual who's getting yeah, famous because they say, um, you know, women suck. 
Yeah, it's like people are interested in what she says, not not her at all. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you can maybe say with somebody like Sneak or Andrew Tate, they're interested in the personality or the person. Or she both. doesn't give yeah, yeah, like she doesn't give the audience anything to latch onto in that regard. She just says the things they want to hear. So the second she slips up, they're immediately gonna turn on her because at the same she's also a woman. And mm-hmm. that goes again. Like, it, it, it's just she's problem. setting herself up for failure. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not it's not looking good for her long term. I think she's just another like flash in the pan uh, reactionary who who will um, maybe last a year. You know, it's it's but it's interesting. I, I just want to document her, her journey so far. Um, she came out of gonna, nowhere, too. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Are you going to go over her kind of expansion in the manosphere with Fresh and Fit and talk about like, yeah, you know, how they've grown I think that kind so. of stuff? Okay. Yeah, yeah. She uh, because it's it, it was like a sudden shift. Like she started posting uh, to YouTube at least in 2020, um, and then just oh, like just uh, like spontaneously just became like, oh, oh, okay, I'm gonna do Manosphere Red Pill content now because that's these people are making money. I can probably make money from that, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that's that's been it for her. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll see where it goes. That's awesome. I I look forward to seeing that. I will will probably Thank watch you. it on stream if you don't mind yeah, me stealing yeah, your content. For sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah steal away. Absolutely. <laughs> there you have it, everyone. He legally said it's okay. All right, we got him. We got him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah go for it. But... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, uh, thank you so much J- for, for having me. Yeah, but before you go, can you plug your stuff? Where can people find you? Oh, where, yeah. where do people yeah, enjoy uh, the experience? Yeah, my channel is just Jay Aubrey. My Twitter is at Jay Aubrey YT because Jay Aubrey was taken. So that's, that's pretty much right. the only places that I'm active. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, uh-huh. thank you so much. I just I sincerely appreciate it. Honestly, big fan yeah, of your work. Absolutely. Really love watching your thank videos. You. And honestly, you do very good deep dives, and they're wholesome and pleasant. Uh, one, they're thank really you. even terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking <laughs> about ter- sorry, t- talking about terrible people. Not the content is amazing, but <laughs> no, you're talking no, about no, terrible people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank you so much. I, I really do appreciate that. Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form, available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free, just like the podcast. Thank you kindly to our Lord and Saviors, Peyton L. Just and Xander Corvus. Without you, we are nothing. And now, a shout-out to our Knights of the Square table. Amazing Flesh, Anna Loves Riley, Adrian McCarthy, DM Rivera, Doug Cady, Everything Important. Hegbard Celine, Izzy Solidarity, La Media Panza, Matthew Scarborough, Multimondi, Nettle, Omni, Peanut Butter Blonde, Political Papi, Quiet185, Rachel K, Riley and Anna, Roller Dragon, Kubi, Sir Nickus, Spinach Monster, Stellar Vision, Sebastian Demmel, Thomas, Trevbot EXE, Lucidry, Words Greenwood, Shell Alvarez, Tony Perkins, Thomas, O'Pecker, Travis McClinton and Victoria Bell. Thank you so much. And a huge shout out to all the other people who make this entire show possible. Without you, it would not exist. If you can support us, please go to patreon.com slash the surfs and even $1 can help unlock all of the little goodies and help make this show entirely possible. 